Welcome to the Sunday Brunch Series, where girl talk has never felt better. We're bringing that brunch and chill therapeutic vibe straight to your ears. I'm sitting down with a few of my friends to talk all things womanhood. Grab your cozy blanket, tuck in, and let's have a girl chat. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sina Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. I am thrilled to be on these airways with you, but more importantly, if you are listening to this episode, I need you to head over to my YouTube channel so that you can watch this because I have some lovely ladies in the studio with me today. Well, actually, we're not even in the studio. Okay. <laughs> Um, this is part of our Valentine's Day brunch, and so I'm going to take a second and introduce them. But if you're listening to this episode, I feel like something in my shondo is telling me you should watch this episode. So pause it and head on over to YouTube. So without further ado, we have in the studio today, we have my good sis, Amber, for part three of this episode. We have Chef Fox here. <laughs> and we have Lana Marie. So these are all of my closest friends. And I thought it would be really dope to sit down in this series and just bring you into this girl chat, right? So let's not play games. Let's just get right on into it. We usually start off the podcast episode by saying what's in your mug. Today I'm with the ladies. Ladies. <laughs> we have pink Moscato in our glasses. We don't have mugs today. And I'm going to ask you, as guests of the show, mentally where you're at. Obviously, I'm in a good place. Okay. I'm here with my girls. This is part of the Sunday Brunch series where there is a feeling of safety, vulnerability, just fun. You can let your hair down when you are with your girls. So that's the space that I'm in. I'm going to start with you, Juana. <laughs> How are you feeling today? What's in your mug? I'm good. I'm good. February has started, and to me, 2024 didn't start till February started. So <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good. Okay, Mrs. Fox. Mm, I can't complain. I'm great. Okay. Yeah, what's in your mind? <laughs> oh, I'm feeling pretty full right now. <laughs> a, a sitter for my children. Period. Husband out of town. Period. Period. Okay. Full, pretty, you know, lively. So you like your hair down today? Just what you're my down. <laughs> yeah. okay. All right, so just for the listeners, how do you all know each other? Through <laughs> you. you. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so Amber, you guys know you know them through me. But Vicky and Lana, seriously, you guys didn't meet before this? I know of Yeah, Vicky. we knew of each yeah. other. We see each other passing um, yeah. through here and there, and then, but we got closer probably because of you. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's okay. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna just look at Amber. All right. So <laughs> let me ask the question to each of you. What was your first impression meeting each other? Like, I don't even remember the first time that I brought all of y'all together. Yeah. I think maybe Amber was Trinity. Oh, wow. No, she wasn't there in Trinity. No, that would have been Vicky. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. So these are college days. But Amber came after that. Yeah. Like, I came after, like, you guys had just gotten married. And really? Yeah, like, after they got married. 
Um, I'm married to her husband's brother, so that's kind of how me and uh, Sita know each other. Hi, Dr. Sita. <laughs> 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 it's fine. Um, but then I think I, I came around Vicky a lot of different times, so I think my first impression was just genuine, laid back, cool. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like hard to make new friends because I'm kind of introverted, so I kind of keep to myself. But when I feel just instant comfortability around people, so I know, okay. And I would like to take note, like each one of us sitting here is actually an introvert. So they playing it cool, but they super nervous right now. <laughs> it's Okay, so uh what was you guys' first impression? Um, I I can say the same thing. Um when I I didn't really know Lana like that. Uh We've seen each other passing through, but when I got to know her, I thought she was a real cool, genuine person. I didn't see any, you know, phoniness, you know. <laughs> same, thing with, same thing with Amber, too. Like, she was very late, like, I seen Amber kind of shy. I got to know Amber more, really, you know. I see Amber. <laughs> Sound like a start like that. <laughs> but, she's very laid back. She's a sweet, sweet girl, so, yeah. Everybody is good at the same same when I met like Vicky same story we knew each other in passing we grew up in the same church so I knew of her I knew of her mom definitely and then I knew of her so when I finally met her and got to know her I was like oh she's super chill super cool like she's fun she get quiet till she gets to know you and then you know it's on and popping still with Amber Amber is also quiet, and it's the hair touch for me. <laughs> it comes the same way because Amber is also really quiet and introverted. But when you really yeah. like it, yeah. to know her and talk with her, you be like, "Thank you, oh, this girl." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she don't play. Okay. <laughs> okay. So y'all obviously know each other through me, but you know sometimes there's those relationships where you know people through somebody else, but you don't have to choose to stay connected to them. So what is the reason specifically that y'all chose to stay connected? Because I mean, we took a whole trip together, the four of us last year, which was pretty dope. Like, I mean, sometimes it's a little iffy when you get folks together, you know? I feel like it was a genuine connection between us. I feel like when we met each other, like everybody was cool with each other. Like there was no like, subtle shade nothing like that it was just everybody was cool so the genuine relationship just blossomed on their own and we had and i think we have a lot in common like we Mm -hmm. all got married young all have uh children so we could connect that the conversation we have is based mostly i can say mostly but sometimes on that so we could you know we we have a lot of things in common and everything so Similar topics, yeah, similar topics and stuff like that. So. And I think too is look low pressure. You know, sometimes when you meet new friends, you feel like you gotta like stay in touch all the time and call them and yeah. all of that. But it's just real low pressure. We know like we if we like, don't talk when we get together, we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be good conversation. So yeah, for sure, dope. Okay, and I'm gonna ask this question to you specifically, Vicky. How has being vulnerable strengthened your relationship? I I really chose to ask you this question starting us off just because I know that us growing up in the hood, first of all, Black women, I think, have this stereotype that we're tough, we're strong, we we fight, we're not vulnerable, we're not allowed to be vulnerable. And some people exemplify that more than others. (laughs) 
like me and you are similar to that, but obviously I'm a whole therapist now. So more so uh, you. So with that perception of you and all of your relationships, how has vulnerability actually strengthened those relationships? Um, it's strengthened it by me. I can say that I have to trust more because I feel like vulnerability and trust is go hand in hand. Because if I can't trust you, I can't be vulnerable, vulnerable with you and everything. So it just gets me opening up. Even being vulnerable in my relationship with my husband, vulnerability is trust and you could be more, have more intimacy yeah, in your relationship. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I mean that's how I mean it strengthened me by just me just opening up me basically being in a relationship and seeing how my husband is and even me opening up to people around me the friendships my circle is small because of course I want the peace period <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't want to be around people that I can't really seek my mind seek out and me being vulnerable you see me vulnerable it's me it means I could trust you I could just be myself be yeah. open and everything so but it it, does, it has strengthened me especially me being married having kids, you know, just it opened up my mind because I was, even though people think I'm very tough, <laughs> you know, I am sensitive. I mean, we do got the hands, though. Yeah, I mean, we, don't, 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 you know. We got them, though. <laughs> Let's keep it on that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yeah, just, you know, just being married and just, you know, making my circle small with the people around me, I could be vulnerable. Yeah. I keep people around me that I could be that person emotional to tell you stuff and you won't judge me. So really, it sounds like you you were intentionally creating a safe space mm -hmm. for you to be vulnerable. Yeah. So real selective about who is around me, yeah. who okay. I choose. You know, to be around me, I just I need that piece. If I can't be vulnerable, you know, around you, then I just don't want to be around. Yes, feel that one hundred percent. So, Amber, how in your relationships do you confront fears and insecurities? I think you know, as I was listening to Vicky, I was like, I feel that wholeheartedly. It's a sense of comfortability. Yeah, you feel like you can just be yourself, mm -hmm. and you don't have to be a certain way and sit up straight so and be careful with what you say because right. somebody might judge you. I'm very selective. You know, I'm just, it's, it's not like an intentional, like, I don't want to be around that person, but mm -hmm. it's more so if it's not a vibe, it's I'm going to vibe with who I vibe with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just, just comfortability. I don't have to walk into this relationship feeling like you're going to judge me or feel like you know you're going to be picking me apart it's mm. just you know low it's a low pressure so okay well low key you bring up something else now this is a question do you feel like if somebody does pick you apart so to speak that that's still a real friend no no and that's where that kind of like you'll be i will fall back okay because i ain't none <laughs> fall all the way back. I fade in the abyss. You won't see me But it's vice versa too, because I want people yeah. to be themselves around me. I don't want to see. I want to see you the way you are every day. I don't want nobody right. to change up or anything. And people think being vulnerable is a sign of weakness, but it is a sign of strength. Mm -hmm. Because some people are scared. Because at one point, I was scared to be vulnerable, vulnerable with people. Because of course. I've been hurt a couple of times with friends, mm -hmm. and it's hard. It was hard because even females, like, I don't have any sisters. No, I have two brothers. Friendship trauma. Yeah, and I have two brothers, so I don't be around females like that. Mm -hmm. 
So when I got around females, got her, it made me not want to even, you know, be friends with people or trust people to, you know, just kick it or tell them my secrets, you know, whatever the case may be. So, yeah. I think um, it's a difference. So when you were saying, like, pick you apart, no, I don't want you to pick me apart. As my friend, I don't mind you giving me criticism, but you ain't finna just be kind of why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to your house? Why are you doing this to your life? Why are you sending your kid to that school? Why are you doing this? Like, no, I don't want to always hear that. So it sounds like the always is the thing because I definitely was thinking too, like, okay, so what's the difference between somebody giving you constructive criticism because they love you and they want to see you grow and somebody that's actually trying to pick you apart? <laughs> right. But it sounds like the consistency then. Yeah. If they consistently doing that, I also feel like it matters what you're talking about, right? Because if it's like always in a specific area, let's say that in all the other areas, you got nothing to say. But for example, if it's always when it comes to, okay, you a chef, like your cooking skills or something like that, or always questioning that, or you know what I'm saying? Something like that where it's something very specific especially when you're the subject expert so mm-hmm. her being a chef say it i can't constantly be coming to her like you should have asked me right you should have <laughs> you should have and vicky like well this is the way i wanted it to taste mm-hmm. i'm a chef that's what i wanted it to do like but who are you to tell me you know just like what well, I'm just saying. Every time I taste a food, like then it's looking like, yeah, are like you dating? Like mm-hmm. what are you? Like what you want? So this actually brings up another good question because obviously the relationships that we establish, everybody ain't in your life for a long time. You feel me? Like some people, they they gonna be gone at some point, right? So uh, Lana, how do you go about reflecting on your relationships for like alignment? Like how do you even? notice when somebody is out of alignment with what you want for your relationship mm-hmm. i feel like just not vibing anymore like the vibe ain't there like i feel like the friends i have in my life now like i may not talk to all of them every single day right but something may come up where i may think of them or like i'm like oh you know i want to go have fun with my friends so yeah i just feel like the vibe has to be there you want the vibe to be there with your friendship like you want to be have fun you want to feel comfortable all of that so in all of that it's just like if i don't feel that any longer with you if i don't feel like we're kind of we don't even have to be on the same page but if I don't feel like we're in a relationship that is bringing me happiness and joy, then there's no growth there. There's no friendship. There's no relationship. But you can still be cordial with that person. Yeah. You don't have to be close to them. But that's how I am. I There's a lot of people that I know. I can't say they're my friends. But if I see them come and go, I speak cordial. Hey, how you doing? You know, mm-hmm. we'll talk for a minute, catch up. But I don't have to hang with you. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be your friend. I don't have to tell you, you know, about my life. You ain't got to know where I live. It just, we're cordial. We're cool. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can still, I mean, even the, well, if we could say ex-friends that we have, we can still see them, hey, because at the same time, you know, I would, you know, the point, you don't care anymore. Yeah. So it's, like, it's like the level of energy mm-hmm. you put into that relationship. Yeah. You know, you don't have to put that much energy you got to focus on the ones that are bringing that same I feel like if that's the type of person you are because some people like high energy friendships they are you know like heavy invested friendships and like 
I think we are invested in our relationships, but like when you talk about when you say hi and you, what do you mean? I, I'm about to explain. Okay. Like I mean, like we have to talk every day, all day, twenty four seven. I have to be invited to everything that you do. You cannot go to nobody. Else. You know what I'm saying? Because there I'm are some people, <laughs> but it's some people like that for real though. But I feel like that's where you set those expectations. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, and I don't think it's something where you just like, okay, you make it a friend, and you're like, all right, so just so you know, I don't do all the extra stuff. But it is like, I mean, I, I just connected with, um, I will say, it may, maybe a new friend. It's one of my, my cousins, who's a guy, his wife. And so me and her connected through Instagram, and we exchanged numbers. And I'm like, this is different. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and so I, I'm thinking about, you know, when I do reach out to her, it might be a little jokey. I was like, yeah, just so you know, I'm bad with my phone. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm all over right. the place. You know, just kind of saying that. Is she a mom? She is. And okay. I think that's where I feel like that's when you have somebody that's in a line. Like, yeah. if you having mom friends, understand. Yes. Like, you ain't finna be glued to your phone yeah. all the time. You ain't finna be canceling all the time. You ain't finna be texting back all the time. And wife friends. Yes. Right. So I feel like they understand that. I feel like if, when you have like single friends or maybe yeah. friends who just have like a boyfriend or still living alone. That part. They don't <laughs> fully understand. Like they are easily able to get up and go when, hey, you want to go here tomorrow in an hour. Ooh, it's like, what you doing right, yeah. what you doing today? Uh, baby, today is booked three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hit me up at the gym like that. Hey, girl, if you watching, I still love you. But it was like four o'clock, and she's like, "Hey, what are you doing at five o'clock today?" I'm like, "Uh, get my kids, girl. I got. I can't. It's not that type of schedule where you yeah. just drop whatever and be available. Now, sometimes that's possible, but not all the time. You feel me? Right. So, Vicky, who in your life has been a significant influence on how you engage in relationships and how you show up in relationships? Who is God? Okay, she said, uh, God himself. Because whatever I'm dealing with, it all stems from the root of, it goes back to the same thing, but I'm insecure, dealing with depression, should be helping my in my marriage, whatever the case may be, or just sense to my kids and trying to be a great mother. It all stems from the root of God, because with, with no matter what I'm going through, without you know, no matter what I'm going through, I still have to go back to the main thing, mm-hmm. and which is praying. You know, just trying to, and it might, I might not get the answer right away, but just me trying to do the right thing. That's just the right way, because people have their own opinions. You can go to your friends, you can go to your mother. My mother does still. Doing stuff different, things different. Right. My friends do things different. Mm-hmm. You know, every, all marriage is not one fit all. Mm-hmm. So it just, I have to go back to the root, which is DOD. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody else? That's the only uh, consistent person in your life. Mm-hmm. It's God. Like, it's love. His relationship with you is always going to be the same. Like, he's always going to be there and always going to love you no matter what. So, that's the person that you should be, you know, living your life to be an example. Yeah. So, as y'all were talking, I'm thinking, like, that's the positive side. But what about negative sides? Like, people who have, 
I know for sure I'm thinking about somebody very specific for you, Vicky. Okay. <laughs> Who has negatively, I ain't gonna say that name, but has negatively influenced you in terms of like how vulnerable you're willing to get or maybe change mm-hmm. to that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know who I'm talking about, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Caused you to basically look at relationships really differently based on the way that they treat it, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody got the negative influences that we flip? I can think of a person, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say it. Of course. I can think of a person. Yeah. Yeah, that just, how should I say this? The the relationship was just, it was just, it was too much work. Mm-hmm. It was just like constantly felt like I was like on pins and needles, having to like be around them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, uh, should I say this? Mm-hmm. Like what they going to say to me? It was just, it's too much work. And I feel like at this Right, old age, <laughs> thirty plus. <laughs> you shouldn't have to do that. No, <laughs> sound like it was out of alignment. That's yeah. at the end of the day, out of alignment. And it, it's stressful because it's like you don't have to deal with it. There's other things to do. Like I'd rather be honest with you. I'd rather be at home <laughs> having a glass of wine, <laughs> watching some Netflix, Hulu, whatever, mm-hmm. than to be out. Because I'm, I'm, it's like you get to a point where you grown, you too grown. It's not like high school, right? right. Like grandma's going, a lot of grown folks act like high school kids and grandma folks kids, and it's just too stressful. Nobody want to deal with that. It's yeah. you already deal with the regular stress that you got to deal with. Yeah, how much it costs to step outside? Just the bills, yes. the mortgage, whatever the case may be. But you know, it's just, it's too much. What's the point? Like, I got enough. Yeah. I got bigger fish to fry right yeah. now. I don't, I don't want to. And it's not even like trying to be an a hole. Like, you care, yeah. but not that much. Yeah. <laughs> to just stay there. So it's like you saying, Vicky, like the cross between doing something that God would want you to do in the relationship, mm-hmm. but also recognizing that if this relationship is not for me, honey, it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, because. I mean, just period. At the end of the day, if it's out of alignment, it's out of alignment. So, Amber, how do you handle obstacles, drama, trash, conflicts, and relationships while also staying true to your values? I feel like, honestly, I'm pretty, you know, people might look at me and be like, oh, she seems so quiet and soft and gentle. And I am those things. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> I also... Because we can be both. Go ahead. We can both. I'm, I'm pretty direct. Um, yeah. more so with people that I'm close to, like when we talk about relationships, my friendships, my family, my husband, my children, y'all going to get the truth yeah. for me. You yeah, know? we are. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that is one of the biggest things, like knowing that it's okay to be honest with the people that you love and gentle at the same time. Mm. Um, so when it comes to conflict. Um, maybe we're not aligned on something. Maybe I don't like what you said to me that day or how you Why said it. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> um, may not bring it up in that moment, but I will bring it up and we don't have a discussion about it. And then we're going to reset because one thing I can't do is someone who's close to me just kind of sweep things under the rug. I want us to be on the same page going forward. If you didn't like how I said something, please tell me because I won't do it again. And then I know how to like proceed forward. So that's kind of my approach. But... <laughs> Everybody else kind of <laughs> We're dealing with drama. So. Mm-hmm. But how do you stay true to your values still, mm-hmm. basically? You throw out the window. <laughs> no, I think like I just, just don't pay it no mind. Because mm-hmm. if it's 
drama and you know there's drama that's not worthy of any energy, like just stupid drama, then it's like, why am I even giving this energy? Mm-hmm. Like, I have better things to do, bigger fish to fry, like, I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. this and that's why I was very clear, like, when it comes to people that's not close to me, mm-hmm. I don't give that time. It, I, it's cut. It's cut <laughs> out. But this this circle where I'm talking about, these are my relationships. These are the people that I'm connected with. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna address so that it doesn't get to any drama. Like we're we're not gonna have drama. We're too yeah. Too I was saying that it's not even gonna get to the point of drama. Yeah, because right. I'm gonna talk with you about it. Like mm-hmm. I feel some type of way about blah blah blah. Yeah, and I'm gonna talk to you about it, and we are gonna deal with issue, and that's just gonna be it. Yeah. It was her saying she disappeared to the abyss for me. <laughs> So I'm still gonna treat you as if telling you what's the problem whatever and you're like well I don't feel I did that way mm-hmm. do you apologize and this is a person that's close to you right? mm-hmm. do you apologize or do you just still y'all still basically is not agreement with mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. so do you apologize and say okay we're not we're never going to agree so move on but that could also mess up the relationship because mm-hmm. that could she might not be joking she it might be something serious to her to you it's not serious because that's I know that happened to me. That stuff that's just not serious, and it be people that's close to me. It's like, okay, whatever. You know, I, well, we ain't gonna agree because I'm not gonna, you know, take away how I feel, and I, I can be wrong. Like, they so, but you talking about serious stuff? You're not talking about something small. No, it could be something that's small to me, right. but serious, serious to them, right? Because yeah. some things that's serious, even in your marriage, like some things that might not be serious to me. So, like, what are you saying? What's your answer for that? I'm saying I'm asking the question. Oh, okay. like, you know, like what do you do at that moment? Because I know that happens with me. I'm more nonchalant than a lot of people. I just don't care. I feel like yeah. I, I will apologize just to make my friend, you know, because I don't want my friend upset. I'll apologize for making you feel that way. Mm-hmm. But I will let you know that's not what I meant. Right. Like that, that was, was my intent. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sorry that it made you feel that way. And now I don't know take Exactly. That's mm-hmm. why I'm thinking, like, yes, I'm sorry that I hurt you. That was totally, that's not in me to mm-hmm. hurt you. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I know my audience. Like, 
kind. I will not <laughs> joke real. with this person like that no more. Yeah. I will not say these comments around that person. Or maybe this person is a little more sensitive. So I will keep my thoughts to myself in right. this area going right. forward. Let's see, I feel like, so I feel the same way. I agree. But I also am like, I think what I try to do just because this is the therapist's role where I feel like there's so many perspectives to things. Mm -hmm. And just because I don't see your perspective right now doesn't mean I can't come to see it. And I'm specifically thinking about that, yes, with long-term friendships, but also like, Vicki, you bring up that in marriage. And there have been times in marriage where me and then also my husband, it's happened to both of us where we don't agree at the time. Something is an issue at the time. I may not understand, but then later on, if we have another incident, now I'm comprehending why it bothered you so much. So apologizing, yes, for, you know, doing the thing or offending you or whatever. But I'm like, I think on the other end, so you was like, no, I need to understand what's the problem. That's where I will be. Like, well, what about that made you upset? And I don't have to understand it. But I just would like to, because I like to understand people, you know, mm -hmm. if I'm in close relationship with you, I want to understand like, oh, because truth be told, we could be talking about this seemingly small issue, mm -hmm. but it's tied to something so much bigger. And so I could be cracking other jokes that you don't like or saying other things or doing other things that you don't like that are connected to this one thing. So that's why I'd be like, no, nah, I need to. I, I need to understand. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's time to talk about what I've been loving. Product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. Welcome back for another What I've Been Loving. This week, I have been loving pounding y'all down, talking about it. The Lavish Haven app. I've just been loving it because I've been tracking my wellness and really staying on track with my wellness goals because, well, this is a lifestyle. Period. Period. <laughs> I've been loving, I don't know if y'all been seeing her on Instagram, Fantasia's Outfit. Go off Fantasia. Fantasia and that stylist have Maybe been working over time. Working, honey. Baby, them out. Fantasia just stepped out. And I've been seeing a lot of like interviews from mm -hmm. her too. Like, I love watching her interviews and just hearing her story and how she lost everything. And I now, like, she's her. getting her to be back in. Like, love, love, love the girl. Congratulations, Fantasia. We love you, Fantasia. <laughs> we are moving for Fantasia. We love you, girl. We love you, girl. Been loving yourself this week. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. That's just really, i just been making myself proud, you know. Mm -hmm. I've been doing good things. I just am feeling very empowered and very, like, strong. So, yeah. Go off. Go off, sis. Go off. <laughs> Like, yeah. four babies? Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, girl, I was over here like, oh, I miss a <laughs> 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 
We got better reason to cut that out. That ain't happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, my poor baby. Because yeah, I've been busy, tired, just just so busy. So they've been just helping me around the house. I ain't really have to do nothing. Food's been brought to me in bed. Yeah, so it just nice. yeah, so I ain't been cooking all Go Fox family. <laughs> yeah, all four. So Right. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, share the love, share with your mama, share with your auntie, share with your best friend, and then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. Make sure you come back here next week so you can catch the rest of our conversation. Bye.